Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Megan Maroney and a big surprise from one of my favorite bands, Old Dominion. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of May 8th, 2023. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now for the hottest news in country this week. Have to kick things off with a very exciting piece of news. Last week's episode, I told you all about how Luke Combs was opening a new bar in Nashville, but it turns out he's not the only one. That's right. Superband Old Dominion teased that they'll be opening a new Nashville bar located in Midtown. They announced this this past weekend while at Stagecoach Festival. And they did it during a cooking demo with Food Network icon Guy Fieri. And Matt Ramsey shared that the band had plans for opening their bar somewhere in Midtown Spring 2024. And they weren't willing to spill too much more on what the bar will have to do with, but they did say that there will be a lot of tequila. I, for one, am so excited about this. I love that there are so many artists opening up new places in and around Broadway. I think it's so fun and it's a really cool way to connect with artists. I've been lucky enough to go to Nashville a few times and one of my absolute favorites is Miranda's and I literally just cannot wait for this. I love these guys. I know the place will be super fun and I'm also looking forward to seeing Luke Combs as well. Stay tuned for more details on that. You know once we get them, I'll share them all here first. Congratulations are in order for Cole Swindell and his girlfriend, Courtney Little. They are engaged, and the footage from it is so cute, it'll definitely give you all the feels. You can check that all out now on Cole Swindell's Instagram page. More congratulations are in order, this time for Parker McCollum, who just scored his third number one ahead of his next album with his track, Handle On You. This guy is taking over the country world by storm. He's so talented, so this is no surprise to me at all. You can check out a really great performance up on our Instagram page now, which features him playing at UNG Nashville's lunch at this year's CRS official. This next item is definitely the cutest for the week. Thomas Rhett's daughters wished him well ahead of his upcoming tour in the sweetest way ever. He was surprised by handmade posters from all of his daughters at the Wells Fargo Arena and the pictures of this are just so cute. First of all, they're like the cutest family in the entire world 
And this is no surprise to me, but also just so heartwarming at the same time. Make sure you head over to his Instagram page now to see it. It definitely will give you all the feels. And make sure you check out tickets for his tour. It runs through November 23rd in Miami and includes two sold-out shows in Nashville. I had a great watch for you this week. Scotty McCreary recently reflected on his career in a new CMT Stages episode. It is one that you cannot miss out on. He's had a really incredible career from starting in American Idol to getting to where he is now, and you are going to want to hear all about it. Again, you can check that out up on YouTube on CMT's page. The fashionista in me is absolutely freaking out over this next news item. Lainey Wilson partnered with Wrangler Jeans for their fall-winter 2023 line, and I am obsessed with her and her style. I think it's so fun. Everything she performs in is so her and so great, so I know this line is going to be absolutely incredible but she said that she has been devoted to the Western style all her life, and there's nothing that feels more like home than a pair of Wrangler jeans. I love this for her, and I cannot wait to see the collection. It's supposed to feature a holiday satin shirt with Wrangler icon details, floral wide leg flares, of course, traditional denim bell bottoms, duh, it's Lainey Wilson, and Wrangler Retro Dreams with the signature W on the back pockets. She is joining other great artists like George Strait, John Party, and Cody Johnson to also represent Wrangler. And I, for one, am so glad to see a lady in the mix, especially one that is this talented. Stay tuned for more on that full line. You know we'll announce it all here first. It's expected to come out this fall. Country music legend Eric Church was recently inducted into Music City's Walk of Fame. And I have to be honest with you, I didn't even know this existed. I have visited Nashville quite a few times now and somehow have managed to miss this every single time. But I love that they have their own version of like a star on the Walk of Fame in LA. It's so epic and of course, he is absolutely so deserving. He said, to be here today and to have this is just beyond what I ever dreamed. And I thought I had big dreams. I'm very thankful that I did stay in town. And I am thankful that this has become my home. So incredible. I am so excited for him. And us here at ACN are wishing him a huge congratulations. Next time you're in Nashville, make sure you check it out. Jason Aldean released a new track, Tough Crowd, which was a surprise for his fans. And he said that it's all about the fans for this song. It's about being up on stage and getting a bird's eye view of his fans that come in all shapes and sizes and colors and how cool it is to look out and see people from all different walks of life come together for a show and have fun. Make sure you check that one out. And speaking of new releases, it's time to dive into the hottest releases in country music this week. The hottest. The hottest. Have to kick things off with my personal favorite release of this week, and that is Megan Maroney's debut album, Lucky. 
I am literally obsessed with her. I think she is incredible. I've talked about her on a few past episodes, but I have to just reiterate how amazing I think she is. She is truly taking the country music world by storm, and I definitely think she has that star it power quality that could definitely take her to like Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood level one day. So this is me telling you this is your must listen for the week. I absolutely refuse to pinpoint a favorite song on this. That is how much I adore it and I adore her. But I will tell you, I do have a special place in my heart for Girl in the Mirror. So definitely make sure you check that one out, but make sure you listen to the entire album. It is phenomenal. Trey Lewis released a new track titled Up Yours, and I love the title of this. I think one of the best things about country music is that you can come out with a really like tongue-in-cheek title, and it always just plays so well, so fun, and I knew immediately from the title that this was going to be a really great track, and it's definitely a breakup song and about all of the anger and everything that can come from it, but it's so upbeat and so, so good. Make sure you check it out, especially if you're going through a breakup right now. This one will definitely pick you up off your feet and get you going. Mackenzie Porter released her new track, Chasing Tornadoes, and this one is so good. It's all about how love can be a whirlwind and it can hit you like a storm and just how those beginning days can really just take over your life and, you know, take you for a ride. This song is so great. It's, you know, it's more of a ballad, but it is so powerful. This is another one you definitely want to add to your weekly playlist. Spencer Crandall and Shaylin teamed up for some pop country magic in To Be Continued. And this song is so good. It's all about that person that you just can't get out of your mind, that person that you know you shouldn't be texting late at night. You know what's going to happen if you do that. And it's so fun, and the vocals on it are fantastic. Carissa Ella penned a new song, White Dress Worthy. And this is one of those slow, sweet, and beautiful ballads. And it's all about holding out for that special someone and not wasting your precious time with someone who wouldn't be worthy of walking you down the aisle someday. And I think it is a really unique take on a popular subject. And I just think it's really special. One of my favorite people on the planet and one of my favorite country artists, Carly Scott Collins, released her new EP, Hands on the Wheel, and it is absolute perfection. I'm obsessed with the title track. If you've listened to any previous episodes, you know I'm a sucker for those, but every single song on this EP is absolutely spectacular. I think Carly is bringing something to the genre that's just different her vocals are out of this world and very unique and special. And this is me telling you, this is another must listen for the week. Kelsey Lamb released her new EP, Happy Hour Sad. And I really love this. 
the whole vibe of it and the title of it immediately took me into like Casey Musgraves vibes. The lyrics are so fun though, kind of reminded me of Georgia Webster, who I am a huge fan of. But this girl, I'm not just comparing her to these artists because she is her own self, but I feel like if you are a fan of either Kelsey or Georgia, you're definitely going to love her. And this is another one that I don't want to pick favorites on. I definitely want you to go listen to this whole thing because top to bottom, it is absolutely fantastic. Roman Alexander released one tequila and this song is spicy, like tequila hitting the back of your throat. Spicy totally took me by surprise. It's a super fun one though. And the lyrics on it are absolutely insane. You're going to definitely want to add this one to your weekend playlist, break out the tequila and have a little fun. You can listen to all the new music out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist, and you can check out all the upcoming album releases on allcountrynews.com. For this week's episode, we have a very special guest. Our very own Backstage Bobby sat down with Austin Snell to talk all things music and what is coming up for him this year. You can listen to that all here now. So I looked up your small town of Dudley, Georgia, and you literally grew up in the middle of BFE. Yeah, there's nothing out there other than I, we have one stoplight still to this day, I think, and then two gas stations on each side of the stoplight. Oh so, I love it. Yeah. So talk to me more about growing up there. What were you doing? What was music like down there for you? What was playing in your house? Yeah, so my dad was blue collar. He was a welder. Um my whole life growing up and my mom was an event coordinator at a college. So she put on like, she organized like weddings and, and concerts and stuff at the college. They had a big convention center there. So that's what she did. My dad obviously was a welder and, and did that. He was working a lot growing up. Um, and he kind of influenced me on the rock side of things. Um, he, he was a huge three doors down fan. He had all of their CDs, uh, free Nickelback. Um, and then my mom was a huge country fan. So like she was listening to all of the, the country music. She was a huge Alan Jackson fan. She loves Jason Aldean. Um, so that's kind of where I got my musical taste from, from early age. And and I think they, they're, they're, they're both huge journey fans. So there's a little classic rock thrown in there as well. I love um, it. But yeah, like my childhood was mainly rock music and, and, and just a little bit of country. Um, and then just growing up in a small town is kind of probably how you can imagine. As, as cliche as it sounds, we weren't doing a whole lot. It was always outside if we were doing anything. Um, before I could drive, I had a golf cart, so I didn't have my driver's license. So we had a golf cart that I would literally drive from one end of town to the other, which wasn't very far. <laughs> um, and I'd pick up my friends or whatever after school, and we'd hang out and drive around on the golf cart until it was time to go home, and we'd go home and sleep and do the same thing the next day. So it was, it was kind of grew up hunting, fishing. My dad's a huge fisherman. So that's kind of what majority of my, my childhood looked like. I love it. Your manager is here. So I'm going to let him in real fast so he can join in on the fun. We should oh. interview him instead. What do you think? Probably should. He's yeah, he's probably, he's probably a, a, a more uh, exciting <laughs> interviewer, to be honest with you. I love it. So it's so funny. The first time I listened to you, I was like, I feel like Alan Jackson in Creed had a baby. That's exactly what I tell <laughs> people. I tell the story all the time. Like we used to do a bunch of traveling. Um, I used to race go-karts growing up. 
Uh, and so we traveled all over the state of Georgia, and, and uh, so there was a lot of road trips on the weekends. And my dad had literally four CDs in the truck, and it was, like I said, Nickelback, three, uh, three doors down, and then we had an Alan Jackson CD that we would just, like, rotate through. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's pretty spot on that that's what you got from the from the first consensus, but. I know. I love it. I was like, man, I was like, it's so nostalgic, but so, like, rocking at the same time. So between go-kart driving and riding around Dudley on your golf cart when when did music kind of insert itself into your life like just you know I mean you personally being a musician right um so I've I've kind of always been into you know I, I tell people this I, I feel like I've always had a, like a deeper appreciation for music than the people like I grew up like my peers and stuff I would always like notice like super like subtle things and songs that like I would just die over and nobody else would understand so i'd be like there'd be like a guitar part and i'd be like holy crap this is crazy and then people would be like what are you guys just a guitar like i don't i don't get it or like a lyric in a song so i feel like i've always kind of had a deeper appreciation for music but i didn't really pick it up and try to i take that back my parents bought me a guitar when i was five it was an electric guitar um they put me in lessons and i took one lesson on guitar and he sent me home to learn how to play twinkle twinkle little star and i never picked it up again um until i was 19 um so i didn't ever try to learn music until i was in the air force uh, right out of high school um so i joined went to basic training and then i got put in charleston south carolina for my training oh, wow. uh, for my job and so i've always been a night owl so i was up one night in my dorm room watching videos of people playing guitar and, and singing or whatever and uh I just had, I literally had $400 in my bank account and I woke up the next day, went to work, got home and spent my last 400 on a guitar and was literally just going to learn how to play covers and like, just learn how to play guitar, um, with no like, you know, goals of ever doing this like full time. I was literally just bored and wanted to learn how to play guitar. Um, and so I taught my, myself how to play on YouTube, uh, and was just learning covers. I think Simple Man was the first song I ever learned on guitar, uh, and just did that and I was really just doing it for myself and I would send videos to my mom every now and then like what I learned on guitar today and I would I started singing them and like she liked it obviously she likes everything um and then she she kept trying to convince me to post it like for our friends and family to see it on like Facebook and, and Instagram and like I never like was gonna do it like I told her no every time and then eventually I let her talk me into it I learned the song and posted it and people liked it um and so that slowly transitioned to kind of what I did on my free time was just I would learn a song and like I'd post it to see what people thought and then I'd learn the next song and eventually I just had a whole catalog of songs that I'd learned and that's kind of what I did on my off time and um just as a as a hobby and uh I kind of got bored with with just learning covers so I started kind of trying to write my own stuff and um kind of just I don't really know how it how I got here, it just kind of everything's kind of slowly transitioned from one Isn't point. That to funny, but clearly, totally clearly, music was not like Plan A. Like you mentioned, you were in the Air Force, so was it hard to kind of put that dream behind you and continue on this new path that was kind of just thrown in front of you? Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, we worked a lot of long hours, so like I did my training in South Carolina, and then after I finished that, um, I got stationed in California. So that's where I did my four years in the in the air force um and we worked long hours so we worked you know 12 13 14 hour shifts and i would get home and um just like pick around a guitar and kind of do that on my free time and um 
what started with me posting covers online was me posting what I had written online. And so by that time, TikTok had come around and like, that was kind of what I did when I was off work is I would write songs on the weekends and I'd, I'd post them. And, um, I kind of had gained a little bit of a following from just posting what I'd, what I'd written. Um, and then that was when I posted a cover of Ray Fulcher. Um, it was, I think it was a song called ghost and I posted it, um, on Instagram. And that was when the vice president of the label that I'm signed to now saw that, which was shoot. It was probably, Four years ago, five years ago, he found me on there because Ray reposted it onto his story. And so he was kind of the first person that I met um, in Nashville. And he was kind of in my ear for, you know, the last couple of years I was in and was asking me when I was moving to Nashville. And at that point, I'd had really no plans of moving. Um, and so 2020 came along, COVID hit, and I um, kind of planned on moving to Nashville at that point. Um but at the same time, I hadn't seen my family in probably a year um, because of COVID. We couldn't take vacation time or take flights back home. So um, when I got out, I moved back to Georgia um, and lived there for a year and was just saving up to move to Nashville and eventually did and got here last year in May. So that's wild. I know. I love Ray, the uh, the mayor of the Georgia Bulldogs uh, Commission in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely I yeah think, there's always a conversation about the bulldogs. I know it's like him and a bunch of other guys but it's like I feel like if there's a bulldogs event in town he is the one that has organized all of it <laughs> yeah, yeah well there's a lot of people from Georgia and Nashville for whatever reason um so they're not hard to come by for sure I love it so you're you moved to Nashville you know, I mean just I mean very recently in the grand scheme of things so what surprised you the most about the landscape of just the creativeness once you moved to town? Yeah. Um, how small the town it is for sure. Um, I've lived in big cities. Like when I was in Cali, I lived, uh, like 30, 45 minutes from San Francisco, which is a huge city. Um, and cities are not supposed to feel like small towns, but Nashville for some reason does, I guess it's because we're kind of all in the same industry and we all have to connect with each other. So it feels like, I mean, it feels almost like Dudley, Georgia, like everybody knows everybody and it's like a super, feels super small. And I don't know, that was super surprising for me, for sure. I love it. How do you feel like your songwriting has changed since you've been in town from like writing it after working all day to now, like, this is what you do for a living? Yeah, I feel like when I first started writing, I had a lot of obviously inspirational people that I was kind of you know, mimicking in a way to learn how to write songs and like, okay, well, this worked for this guy. Let me, let me write that, you know, and like kind of see how it works for me. Cause I can write a song just like somebody else, you know? Um, and it slowly kind of transitioned to me feeling as authentic as possible when I sit down and write a song. And um, I feel like when I'm writing a song for what I'm putting out on my record and, and, and my singles and stuff that are coming out, it's completely me and it's not anybody else. And I feel like that's, that's how you stay in this business for a long time. At least that's how I'm trying to view it is like, you know, 10 years from now, if I'm still writing what I feel and not trying to mimic anybody else, I'll still be just as inspired as I was when I started. So. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why you are as successful as you are is like that authenticity really shines through. And I mean, I grew up in an era where, I mean, everything kind of sounded the same. And so it's just really awesome to have these people be so authentic and break through. I wasn't going to ask you this, but I've noticed you and I have something in common. You and I, you and I both have hand tattoos. We do. 
Yeah. So yeah. mine's not nearly as cool as yours. Mine's just a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all these, all these yeah. are pretty recent. Um, these were my first ones on my on my knuckles, and they say you will be okay. Um, it's kind of just a mental message for myself. Um, and then these, all of these, are kind of over the last few months. So, yeah, we're, awesome. we're, we're yeah, totally I feel, out the whole arm. I love it. I feel like creatives don't put something on their body if it doesn't mean something. So, is that like a tree? Like, well, like- so. This or is that like hand. you were at Red Door too late and went and got a tattoo? <laughs> no, so the moth on my hand has zero meaning. Okay. Uh, I'll be front about that. Um, I wanted a hand tattoo, and I woke up one morning and wanted it, and uh, we found this on Pinterest, and it looked cool, so I went and got Literally, it. Literally, that thing. was me. I walked into a shop in Nashville. I was like, I want yeah. a cowboy hat. They're like, okay, girl, like whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean – this one, and then I have one on my leg, or actually I have three on my leg that have no meaning at all. But this one is like a, it's supposed to be a family tree, so it has an S on it for snail in the middle of it, like a carved out S. So that's like a family tree. And then I have this one, which also doesn't really, I don't know. Seven's like my lucky number. I was always number seven growing up um, in racing and sports or whatever. Um, so it's just a seven of spade. But there we go. There's a new song for you, number seven. You should just there you go. Yeah, I, I want I want royalties on that song. So, okay. I, <laughs> so I noticed on your Instagram, and I always have to ask when somebody puts a Bible verse on their Instagram, I feel like it's one of two things. Like it's the trendy thing to do, but I got a feeling just like from researching you and, and have talked to you before that, you know what I mean? That Bible verse on there from Romans was not on accident. So can you talk to me about how you kind of implement that Bible verse into your career? Yeah. Um, so that Bible verse is Romans eight thirty one, And it says, if the Lord is not, or if the Lord is for us, then who can be against us? Um, and my mom has always been the person in my life that's always instilled religion into my life. Um, even when I was out in California, she would like, she has this thing where she'll send me like inspirational quotes or whatever. Like she still does it to this day. She'll send me like an inspirational quote or whatever that she saw on Facebook or something. And she'll send it. But while I was in Cali, she would send me Bible verses like weekly. Um, and I would read through them or whatever. And, um, that, that one, for some reason has always kind of stuck with me, um, just through all of the you know, trials and tribulations of life in general that everybody goes through. And um, I actually had a, a big back surgery back in February, which is why I couldn't move to Nashville until May. Um, I signed my lease in, I think it was December, or no, it was January that I signed my lease to move here with two random roommates that I never met before. It was like I met them on a, on a roommate app. <laughs> uh, and uh, <clears throat> so a week to the day after I signed my lease to move here, I just saved up enough. I was working while I was home in Georgia and saved up enough to move here, signed my lease with two randoms that I'd never met before. Um, and a week after I signed that lease, they found a tumor in my back, um, that I thought was a slip disc from being at the gym. Oh my God. Um, and so I had to have surgery in February, which led me to have to tell them like, Hey, I won't be able to make, you know, our move-in date yeah. and also probably won't be able to pay you guys because I'm not working. Yeah. Um, and instead of them kicking me off the lease, they said, we'll cover your rent until you can make it, which was insane. It's one of those God things that like, I cannot explain, like they had no reason to to tell me that. And, um, so I still, I still tell them how much I appreciate them, but, um, 
yeah so that kind of like the verse kept popping up in my brain and like that was kind of just how I tried to view things and I actually have it tattooed on my arm right here that was um, my next question I was like yeah the, the verse has me for sure it's not it's not just for for clout on Instagram for sure oh I but, love it so speaking of clout you're opening up for Willie Nelson can you yeah. please tell me how you found that out and did you poop your pants <laughs> Yeah, so my management uh, called me. This would have been a few, few, few weeks ago, I think. Uh, they just that was that was the end of a long string of like them calling me and telling me what shows we we had been put on like mm -hmm. this year, and like we kind of started building out our our show schedule this year, and um, that was kind of on the like I said like the the end of a long string of shows that we had gotten, and so like at, at this point I had heard you know. Um, a few other shows that we got put on, which were super cool. We just got off the road with Warren's Otters, which that was extremely fun. Um, but yeah, they just called me and said, Hey, I think you're going to like this, this, uh, this new show we have for you. And she said, Willie Nelson. I'm like, I, I tell people this all the time. I'm like, after getting that news, like if nothing else in my career works out, like I'm cool with just telling my grandchildren, like, Hey, your, your granddaddy opened up for Willie Nelson in, in, in 2020. <laughs> or 23 oh my gosh but. i know i'm just like getting a call like that is wild and man that warren ziders tour was insane so yeah. that that was a pairing made in heaven but i want to chat with you about your new song i am obsessed with it but before we dive into like the backstory and the meaning of the song i have to know where did you get your boots in the music video because those are really good which boots do i have oh the uh i think there's, there's the covers yeah Okay. Yep. My whole Tacova collection is over there. <laughs> I actually, I actually just got a uh, a new pair that are white python, all white, but they're the female version. We had to cut the heel down to make them look more like a male version. But yeah, we just got a brand new pair that I'm excited to wear for. I for love Tacova. it. I know. I just got the ostrich pair when I was in town last week, and I'm like, oh, do I? Don't I? I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I have to keep but myself from walking in there. Oh my gosh. I, they kick me out every time I show up. They're like, no, like you're not allowed. We're, we're sold out. But I want to talk to you about the new song. Where did that idea come from? I feel like it is such a clever way of kind of talking about hoping things will change. I want to change, but it's so hard. It's just such a clever song. Can you kind yeah. of walk me through the creative process? Yeah. So this was my first write with, um, Andrew Bayless, Michael Whitworth, and Cameron Walker. Um, I'd never met, well, I'd met Bayless before because we talked about him producing my stuff. Um, so I'd, I'd known him, um, but I'd never written with him before. And we walk into the studio um, and Michael Whitworth just had this title in his phone, Pray All the Way Home. And we didn't really know what it meant. He didn't really know what it meant, um, but he just thought it sounded cool. And I agreed with him. And um, I don't know that it, we sat on it for a while and Bayless had the the little guitar loop going on on his computer. And uh, we just kind of riffed off, you know, for for 30 or so minutes and just kind of like sat there with her twiddling our thumbs or whatever for 30 minutes. And um, after like 30 minutes of that, I just sang the first verse. Um, I don't really know where it came from. And I just I remember sitting there and just kind of like riffing off the whole first section of the verse and that was kind of where we got the first ideas i think me and god are a little closer than you might think and uh that kind of led us on a whole new path of the song and and uh that that song is very real and a lot of people 
can relate to that, I feel like. And I feel like that was kind of where that came from is that, you know, no matter how many mistakes you make and, and you, you keep making them over and over again, um, I've always fell back on my religion, which is, you know, I'm sure my mom is very proud of that. But um, that's not to say that, you know, I don't still make mistakes and that all of us don't still make mistakes. But as long as you keep some kind of backbone of that, I think that you'll you'll be all right in the end. So that's kind of the gist of that. But I love it. Nothing like twiddling your thumbs and then coming out with a banger. Maybe I need to do that more often. But there's a line in the song. It's so funny. Every time you going back to, you know, what I mean, you talking about you're like, oh, I'm such a a geek when it comes to like one guitar riff or, or you know, what I mean, a, a, a note that this artist hits. You have one of those moments for me. So when you say and sometimes I don't think I want to be saved, I feel like it puts this whole other spin on the song do you feel similarly similarly about that line yeah I was proud of that line I think that was one of the lines that I actually said in the song um yeah I don't know I feel like you get you get caught in a loop you know so many times like you don't even really feel like you want to be saved and that's kind of what it means is I've I've always been drawn towards you know I, I don't call myself the cleverest writer of all um but I think there's something to be said by being as direct as possible in songs and the way you write them. And um, I think that if it's real enough, it doesn't matter how clever it's said in a song. And it's, I think it means a lot to a lot of people. So I love it. So to wrap things up here, what are some of your goals for this year? I can't even believe we're like almost to May. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've already accomplished so many things in like the short time I've been here. Like I, have had a list of things that I wanted to, you know, mark off of a list. Um, and like, we've we've hit so many of them so it's hard to even like give you a whole new list of goals because like it feels like we're just checking them off but um I'd like to I'd like to play the Opry at some point um I want to go on a big a big tour with somebody um and eventually I just want to I just want to sell out my own show and I think you know I think that'll that'll be coming here shortly hopefully so Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am super excited. I will actually see you at your show in a couple of weeks. Your team invited me awesome. so I'm flying out for that. So super excited and yeah, just congrats on all the success. And I know it's just the beginning. So thank you so much for taking the time. I know you guys are swamped. <laughs> You're good. Thank you so much for having me. The world. Awesome. Thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. You do the same. And before I sign off, there's two things we need to discuss. Number one being the All Country News Spotlight Artist of the Week. And that is Austin Sean. You have to check him out. He is so great. And I'm not just saying that. He truly has such an interesting vibe. And I definitely think you'll be hearing more about him soon. So stay tuned on that. You can follow him at Austin Sean on Instagram. And you know, before I really go, we have to talk about video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is a personal fave of mine, and it is Lainey Wilson's Grease. This one is so fun. And of course it is because it's Lainey, and she is one of the most joyous human beings on the face of this earth. It features a lot of fun outtakes of tour footage, and Sonic may or may not make an appearance. Fast Food, Not the Hedgehog, for all of my 90s babies. Definitely check this one out. You're going to want to have it on repeat. That's all the country news I have for you this week. 
Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.